stop right there. Before we continue with this video, I need you to do me the one biggest thing you can do for this show, and that is to like, comment, share, subscribe. Please follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, and like us on Facebook at W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And you can also please, 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 please help us reach our subscriber goals. Thank you, and let's get on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rewind Wrestling Podcast. My name is Ted, and I am your host here on the show. And folks, we have a great show lined up for you here today at Rewind Studios. And I want to talk just a little bit about the build to AEW's Revolution pay-per-view. And uh, so far, the build for this pay-per-view has been really good. I like the format that they've been doing, which is kind of similar to what uh, Impact has been doing and to what um, NWA does, which is they only have a pay-per-view every couple of months as opposed to having one every single month like the WWE. And uh, I think that's probably best for everyone at this point in the business. I wish WWE would go that way. It would allow them to tell longer stories. And it would make for more exciting TV because they would have to do more development on television. Um, I'm not going to talk about everything that's set for the card. I am going to talk about just a few things that are standing out to me on the card. Uh, the first of which is the fact that while it's not confirmed yet, that we may get the elite versus the elite for the tag team championships. That certainly seems like what the build is on television right now. Um, you know, as I film this, it's a Thursday night. It's the, the night after dynamite. And, you know, obviously uh, hangman page and Kenny Omega just defended the championships against SCU and were successful in that defense. And so now there's a battle Royal next week to determine who will be the number one contenders for the tag team championships at revolution. So obviously the build that we've been getting on television up to this point is that we're going to get the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Hangman Page because they've been having this whole thing going back and forth about Hangman having too much to drink and they're taking his drinks away from him. And um, I think that's awesome. And by the way, I, I love that Jim Ross dropped the Bucks of Youth comment because it just stirred that pot, just stirred the pot. You know, of uh, of Matt Hardy coming to AEW when his contract expires, which it seems like he was written off TV this week with the uh, the concerto from Randy Orton. And, um, you know, I just, I'm really excited for what that program could bring because it's going to bring a hell of a tag team match. I mean, let's be honest. You hear, oh, we're going to have the Young Bucks versus Kenny O and Hangman. And you go, oh, that match is going to suck. You're crazy. If that's what you're thinking, you're crazy. That match is going to be fantastic. Um, so I'm really excited to see that. I'm also obviously really excited to see Cody and MJF. I mean, the build on that match has been so emotional and it's been a roller coaster. And while I uh, and I spoke my piece about this in a previous episode, um, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of the of the lashes and stuff like that. Uh, I think it was just too much. But I mean, it obviously did what it wanted to do. And what AEW wanted it to do, which was to push that button and push that envelope and go, okay, people are going to pay attention to this now. And so uh, I think that we're definitely in that realm for sure right now. Um, something that was kind of cool that came up on the episode this week was, uh, you know, was Sammy Guerva being challenged by Darby Allen. And, you know, I think that's just going to be another fun match. Both of these guys can really go. I've actually been watching Sammy Guerva's uh, podcasts on youtube lately and um he's just really fun i mean if you guys haven't had a chance to watch it yet i suggest you guys going and taking a look at it it's a fun little show i mean they're never too too long and um you get some behind the scenes looks at things in aew and you get to see kind of his 
um, his routine as an indie wrestler and everything like that. So it's it's been really cool, and um, and you know, I suggest you guys take a look at that as well because it's made me more invested in him as a as a performer. Um, something else that came out of this week's episode of Dynamite: Dustin Rhodes versus Jack Hager, and that's a match I want to see. Like, I don't know. I guess. Ten years ago, if someone told me I was going to see Goldust versus Jack Swagger, I would have been like, eh, why is that going to be any good? But the way that these guys have progressed in AEW and the way that we're invested in them now has certainly made them two people that you want to see go at it, especially considering the, you know, Jake broke the arm and all kinds of stuff. So I'm, I'm excited to see where that kind of goes. I, I hope that we get the same caliber of match that we got from Dustin versus Cody, but I think that told a whole different story. So we'll see what happens. You know, and the, and the, there's two more things I really want to talk about. One of which is obvious, and we'll get to that in a minute. The uh, the other is the fact that Nyla Rose won the women's championship in AEW on television this week, which is awesome. I'm all for it. I love that it kind of got everyone past that. You know, Riho can beat anyone. I think it still made Riho look awesome because she suplexed the crap out of Nyla. And you're not used to seeing people that small suplex people that big, but you, you saw her do all these things and you saw her put up the, the biggest fight and it made Nyla look dominant. It was great. It was a good match. These are the kinds of improvements we're looking for in the women's division in AEW. You know, the Brit Breaker heel turn that we've gotten with the promos with with uh, with Tony Schiavone and, um, and you know, the, the back and forth with Jim Ross with that, and then this program with Nyla Rose and Riho. It's, this is what we've been looking for. I hope that you guys can capitalize it. I really do, because I want to see AEW succeed. I've gotten some remarks on Twitter lately that have been like, well, you're, you're just an anti-AEW mark, and I'm not. I've said time and time again, I want to see AEW succeed. I'm the guy that says, why can't we like everything? You know, because I do. That's me. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, I, I want to see AEW be successful because a successful AEW means a more successful WWE as well. And when there's competition, the, pro- the programming gets better and the shows get better. Look at what happened in the 90s. You know, some of you internet marks out there weren't even alive in the 90s. And you're all over the IWC going, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. These matches are fantastic. AEW is so much better than everything else. Get over yourselves for just a hot minute and go back and watch some wrestling from the 80s and from the 90s. You guys are just complete marks sometimes about that stuff. Like You guys have to learn that this is just a great time to be a wrestling fan. Not a great time to be a WWE fan or an AEW fan or a Ring of Honor fan or an NWA fan or an Impact fan or a New Japan fan, okay, or a AAA fan. It is a great time to be a wrestling fan. And we're getting fantastic television products right now for the most part. SmackDown is still kind of, but we'll talk about that in a different episode. Uh, you know, so I'm just super excited to see what happens with AEW as it continues to grow and progress and learn from its mistakes, which it seems to have started to do. Like they pulled Nightmare Collective. That's because they heard the fans and they heard those, eh, no one really cared. You know? So I want to see that continue to happen. The last thing I want to talk about uh, going into Revolution, and, you know, obviously we're still a couple weeks out from the show. Things will change. Things will happen. Um, but I just want to talk about what I'm excited about for it right now, why 
AEW is getting me to be invested in their product on a higher level right now. And um, obviously one of the top draws on that show, other than Cody and MJF, is Jericho Moxley. And uh, the eye for an eye match was fantastic on Dynamite this week. I mean, you couldn't have asked for anything better than that. It was just so well done and well put together. Uh, It made both guys look super strong. And, you know, I think that you can do this match, even if you have Jericho win and he pulls the heel crap and he's so good at what he does in that regard. Um, I think even if, if Jericho wins you can still make Moxley look super strong and like it took the whole pack to put him down. It lets you continue the feud if you want to. It lets you write him off TV to get him to rest for a little bit if you want to and highlight some other talent, which is something that I've been uh, a little bit critical of for AEW is that not all their talent is being used. We have the same 12 people on TV all the time and then they float like different women's wrestlers in there from time to time. But, you know, I'm I'm super excited for the card. I'm super excited for the show. I can't wait to see what happens. And, uh, you know, I look forward to watching the next couple of weeks of AEW TV play out in preparation for the show. You know, um, I'm also super excited that they announced another Double or Nothing in Vegas again. I think that the repeating success has always been a good thing. When I was a, a competitive coach and competitive uh, director in marching band, you know, I always I always told my people in my ensembles and in my on my teams, you know, Go back and repeat success. You do it once, it's luck, you know. And I got that from other teachers, obviously. You know, once is luck, twice you might know it, three times, okay, you got this, let's move on. So, you know, I hope that AEW kind of follows that formula. They repeat success and that we see a great product because of it. And that seems to be what's happening right now. Anyway, folks, let me know what you think about everything going on here for AEW. I want to know what your thoughts are on it. If you think that, Their product has kind of dipped and weaved like I do. You know, I think it's had its peaks and valleys for sure, which is to be expected from any wrestling product. Uh, Let me know if you think that it's just been flawless. I want to know that too. Let's have those conversations, you know, and and I really love that I've gotten a couple of those conversations to pop up over the course of the last few weeks here. Um, It's been great. And the podcast audience is growing, which is awesome. Thank you for that. We added a couple more states to the listening audience this week, which was really fun. Check out another episode that I'm putting out this week, which is the uh, the ACPW review show for this most recent show that was in uh, in Wagontown, Pennsylvania. Um, you know, it was it was called Wars of Revolution. It was really solid show. I mean, a complete turnaround from the last time that that I did a review show for these guys uh, with Mike and Will, and it's just it was a really nicely done show. I'm going to talk more about it uh, in that video, but please go check that out. Please also, guys. Please, 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 please. I know you heard this at the beginning of the video, but please, 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 please. Follow us on social media. All that stuff should be up here right next to the dead man's hand. Um, you know, the at Rewind Podcast. You can find us with that on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. You know, subscribe to us on whatever your podcast platform is. Subscribe here on the YouTube channel if you're if you're watching on YouTube. Um, and again, if you're not watching on YouTube, the, the handle is at W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Follow us. You know, we've gotten – it's funny because when we first started the Twitter, we were getting a lot of bot followers and, and we're losing the bot followers. But every day I lose a bot follower, I get another show or another wrestler or another someone who's following us, which is awesome. And I'm super excited for that. So, you know, keep that up, guys. I really want to hear what you guys have to say about the wrestling product out there. Let's have some conversations. Let's have some good ones. And uh, I should be coming up with an announcement pretty soon because I set a goal. I want 100 subscribers on the YouTube page. By the time Delco Mania 2 comes around on April 18th. And uh, I'm hoping and praying 
that I'll get some interview time in with Matt Stryker and with Stevie Richards at Delco Mania 2. Uh, so working on confirming that. I did not get an interview with Justin Credible at uh, Words of Revolution. Some stuff held that up. Uh, he and I did get together, took a picture. If you haven't seen that yet, it's probably floating across the screen right now. Uh, super cool to get to meet him. He was a really humble guy. He was uh, he did a great job. He was so nice to the crowd. Uh, really great to have him there. And, uh, you know, again, I'll talk more about that in the ACPW video. So check that out, folks. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Let me know what you think in the comments down below. I want to have a conversation with you. Let's talk wrestling, and I will catch you next time.